Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to our podcast, Nillywoods. Where you can what? listen to us fail miserably at planning our day. No, that's no, no, that is the worst. Okay, fine. Well, you can listen to us and feel better about how hectic your wedding planning is. What? Why don't we pitch more? You get little snippets and stuff like that that people are going to love. Well, you can steal all our ideas on the best wedding of the century slash worst wedding well, I know, of the century. Exactly. Hello, I'm Jamie Lang. Hello, I'm Sophie Habi. And we met four years ago, and now we are. Getting married. Yeah, that's right, we are. Well, nearly. Well, nearly. By the way, before we kick off the podcast, we should say something that we just love about each other. Okay. I love how much you love food. <laughs> that is such a backhanded compliment. No, it isn't. It actually... That is such a backhanded it compliment. It isn't, it isn't. I love that you get a whole baguette of bread and you eat the whole thing and a whole kg of mincemeat to yourself you know like you make bolognese and you make it for the family jamie makes the same portion and eats it in one sitting and it it brings joy to my life do you know what do you know what i love about you what that your bowels are so consistent oh my god you're so obsessed with bowel movement everyone can now hear it so it's embarrassing for you to stop i just love the fact that it's so consistent i think it's good for you what are you talking about you're hideous (laughs) that was actually a bit of annoyance in your voice yeah it's rank grow up okay i'll give you something else that i love about you I love the fact. I know. What? There's a lot to love about me. So what? Go what on. Of it? Okay, what what? Do, I, is, I, that, is this hard, is it? I love the fact that you're very patient with me. Sorry, I am actually patient now. Yeah, I know. I, just, I thought I you'd it. say you love the fact that I'm a good housewife. <laughs> if you were a housewife back in the 60s, you'd be the worst one. The bathroom. I don't know what you do. You walk into the bathroom, you dry yourself, you drop the towel on the ground, there's water everywhere. Sorry, I don't drop. I'm not unhygienic i'm extremely hygienic i don't mm. drop the towel i have a lot of products and i don't perhaps put them away in a neatly order do you have a water fight with yourself in the bathroom because there's water everywhere no but we've got a wet, wet room so what do you think happens that's not a wet room yeah but it's a wet rooms when it's not like dug in it's all just one layer and it's just shh, everywhere that made no sense to anyone what do you, it's all one layer and it's anyway, not dug in what do you mean it's not d- dug in where what are you talking about it's not dug oh, in. It's all like it's not lower you know what the hell? You've not told me what's what you not love lower? me. You've not told me that you love me today. So go on. What I do love you. Love you. I very much love you. I love your patience with me. Is that? Oh, really? Oh, actually, yeah. yeah you are a troublesome character. So you gotta be patient with you, guys. Never listening. Sophie and I went out and, and had a dinner party on Saturday night. I've never. This is top five hangovers I've ever had. We're now recording this on a Monday and he's still got a hangover. Also, his lips swelled up. He's the second time it's happened now. So it happened in, in Cape Town. I honestly think it might be like over alcohol, alcohol abuse or something. <laughs> alcohol abuse. Because like in Cape Town, we, we, we drank quite a lot. And then your lips swelled up one day and you were like, oh my God, I've got to go to the hospital. Yeah, I thought I didn't. You didn't care. You said, oh, man up. Because if anyone's seen Jamie, which I'm pretty sure you'll have, you will know that he has a world 
Uh, I mean, you could enter a Guinness Book of World Record for the most chap lips in the whole entire world. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Okay, yeah, I do have chap lips, yes, but that doesn't make my lips swell. Yeah, well, I think they're in so much trauma. Sometimes they just go, I'm, I'm having, I've got to give him a sign. My well, boy- then why is my heart swelled? Because that's had a lot of trauma. <laughs> okay, so my lips swelled up, which was not great, and they're still swollen now. I've had a doctor's appointment about it. You, If you covered up the top half of your face, this bit, your like jowls and lips are honestly Homer Simpson. I don't know what it is about you. It's uncanny. Like, it's the, it's the undershaven bit, and like the shape of that bit of your face is Homer it's Simpson. It's like Homer Simpson. Well, I don't know. It's like the lines and then this bit. It's honestly bizarre to me, but I've always said it. If I was a Disney character, what Disney character would I be? Homer Simpson. Is he Disney? It's Homer Simpson is not Disney. Oh, okay, fine. You would be... Um, yeah. Cosimodo jokes. You would be... Um, babe, Babe the Pig. I would look like a pig. Yeah, what would I be? What would you be? If you were any Disney character. Yeah, I know. Uh, Ursula. Anastasia. Ursula. The, the the witch from the, the she's sh- got purple and grey hair. She's there's nothing about me. That and how looks do I like look her. like a pig in any way? You're baby pink and you've got short blonde hair like a pig. <laughs> baby, I'm you're baby always pink. a shade of baby pink. I'm baby you're pink. You're slightly on the round, like you know, you're like you're not sharp, are you? You're like smooth around. Your skin is so soft. What? And you've got like little trotters. What you think? I you think I'm pig in human form? <laughs> no, babe. Yeah, I, I'm like a. What is that? That is so unfair. Quite sweet, actually. What we want to discuss today, which is on every single person's lips, and every apart from my lips, but every single person's lips, is the big thing: <laughs> wedding dresses. Why is wedding dresses such a big thing? Okay, wedding dresses. Well, I think girls always sort of dream of what they're going to wear. And I mean, let's face it, the bridesmen are look the most beautiful. Like, no one can look. You've got to be the prettiest and the most, like, striking. Out of everyone there? <laughs> so anyone who's looking better than me, you're out. What? Yeah. Because you're going to walk down the aisle and everyone looks at you. Okay, you probably shouldn't say that. It's probably... I don't know. Well, yeah, that's it. You're walking down the aisle. Everyone looks at you. You're at the end of the aisle. You're meant to be like, oh, this is my wife-to-be. And, you know, my dad, I come down the stairs to my dad and he's got a tear and he goes, this is the most beautiful I've ever Sorry, seen you look. Sort of movie, yes, it? exactly. He's got a tear. I walk out and all my bridesmaids start crying. The f- wedding photographer captures them, like, napkin, you know, wiping their faces. Napping? Yeah, <laughs> What is wrong with your brain place, honestly? Well, you're... look, you you can't speak either. Okay, wait, so, so your your whole experience is that you think the wedding dress is the big moment because when you walk into the area, everyone's basically going to start crying because how pretty you look. Yes. And also, you only get to buy a wedding dress once, touch wood, mm-hmm. and it's the one time in the room no one else can look like you. Like, you, no one is going to be wearing white. I'm the only person who's going to be wearing white. Okay, lots of things here. Firstly... Technically, you shouldn't be allowed to wear white. Well, actually, mine's not white. It's like ivory. Yeah, better. Off-white. Do you remember when your stepfather said to me, well, you can't wear white? And I was like, well, what do you want me to wear? And he was like, red. No, he said, red at best. <laughs> red, because red is this sort of re- symbolism of... Um, Adultery. No. No. In, in, no. no. <laughs> Adultery. What the hell? The what? devil. Sadie. No, it's no, it's uh, oh, red light district. Prostitute. Yeah, prostitutes. So that's what I meant by adultery. Got my words all muddled so up. That, so my stepfather was basically calling you a. Yes, I was aware at the a time. That's a hurka. A hurka. <laughs> yeah. 
saying that you were a prostitute. He was saying I was a hooker. So in uh, in China and other Eastern countries, it's interesting to wear red because it symbolizes good luck and prosperity. I like that a lot. That's great. Do you know why it's tradition to wear a white wedding dress? Because uh, you're a virgin. Uh, but there, there there are suggestions of that that you, that sort of you you are a virgin, um, which we all know is. Yeah, go on, Jamie. All right. The term originates from the white colour of the wedding dress, which became popular in Victorian era. Elites, after Queen Victoria, wore a white lace dress at a wedding. Basically, it was was the fact is that it was very hard. Basically, it was. Basically, it, w- it was very hard to get a complete... Your English is perfect. It was get hard to get a complete white colouring. So therefore, the white of the wedding dress, the more elite you were, so the more rich you, the were. More rich you were. Yeah, so it exactly. showed like wealth. It was, a sh- it was a show of wealth. That's completely it. And that's where it came from. You know, my dad suggested that I wore like a golden one. I was like, honestly, you've lost your mind. Have you found your dress? I have, but now we're not going to get him married in Seville. I'm like, oh God, I don't think it will fit. It was very right for that location. So now I'm like, thank God I haven't paid the deposit on that. So you're changing your dress? Well, I don't know. Can you explain how that'll work? Give me the whole brief. You don't have to tell me what the dress is, but from the beginning, what happens? So you book appointments, which by the way, guys, is a struggle. Like you have to book well in advance. I'm talking like month, two months in advance. You prepay to have that. For a wedding dress? To have that appointment to go in. Then you go in, they give you a glass of champagne. You obviously, you hopefully go with either your maid of honor, your best friend or I remember my mom and my sister, who's my maid of honor. And they give you a glass of champagne and they're like, What's your style? What is this? <laughs> what is this? You're skipping over some really important no, parts. No, no. They're like, what's your style? What do you like? You were like something revealing. <laughs> I like it to be very revealing. Uh, you then go around with them and then you choose. Honestly, you can choose every single dress. And then you've got like an hour slot and you just try on all these dresses. And I, I chose one on that. I was sort of like, oh my God, this is jokes. Let me just try it on. You know, and then I was like, oh, quite like this. Do you, do you have to say the details? So when you arrive there, do you have to give the details of a, like, what? Or are you just basically given a glass of champagne and they go, right, we're going to just try on wedding dresses? Yeah, you just, and then they measure you up at the end, uh, take your measurements, and um, then they basically say you can, uh, I went, I found mine in my second dress store, which is quite rare. I think most people go to like 10 or, but I think that's just so confusing. I just, poof, that would stress me out. Okay. And well, I need to know more about this. You need to tell me more. Well, can't really, because then I'll reveal it. You don't have to reveal it, but I, I, I just want, is it like an amazing moment when you try on your dress? Yeah, it's a pretty amazing moment. And also what was amazing with me was my sister's getting married next year as well. So we both tried it on together. And they both, both, obviously, we were, our appointments were together. And we both found a dress on the same day. So we both came out and we were like, ah! Do you cry when you try it on? Well, then we just stayed in the dress for like an hour, just mincing about and taking photos. It was really fun. But what's terrible is on Saturday night, as Jamie mentioned, we went to a friend's birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I woke up on Sunday, like, you know, as you do, looking through your photos. And I had like screenshot all the photos from my family tracks. They're not in my phone because in case Jamie looked. Screenshot all the photos of me in my wedding dress. And they were like my most recent. I was like, who the hell was I showing? You were showing it to well, all your friends. Well, obviously. No. You were showing your wedding dress to yeah. all of our friends. Yeah. <laughs> Why were you doing that? Because I'm a fool. Because like, Marguerite did something strange, strange, strange. I know it's terrible. You were drinking Marguerite and you showed your wedding well, dress. I, I don't know why they're there. I, I have a slight memory loss at this. Oh, my Lord. I know. So now I'm not going to, I'm going to have changing so I won't get the desired result. No one's going to cry. So I'm going to be like, oh, sorry. Yeah, you've shown everyone it. I know. Well, anyway, what are you going to wear? No, can I just go? So uh, I have to confess something as well. What? That I did on the weekend. What? 
What are you looking a bit scared now, aren't you? I feel like you've looked through my phone. I have not looked through your phone. I I haven't seen any of your wedding dresses. What did you do? I... <laughs> so, we were both drinking margaritas. Yeah, what did you do at your wedding, yeah? We were both... What, what do you think I've done? You think I've... I know why you're so hungover, by the way, because every time you have an espresso martini, you are... It ruins you for weeks. You had, like, three. I know, guys. Yes, that's <laughs> right. He did. Anyway, you were showing wedding dresses, obviously, to our friends. I was very drunk, and I took... I haven't said this to anyone yet, but we can do it for the podcast. I'm having my best men. Yeah. Which is one of the episodes we're going to be talking about this. And I'm going to read out the perms and stuff like that. Um, I have a few best men. I have three best men. Yes. Um, one of my best men is a is our friend Georgie. Did you tell her? No, I did not tell her. And for my best men, I've written poems. Yes, so I I've know. written them poems about our lives and I've written it down and I got it, I'm going to illustrate them framed and I'm going to give it to them and they're going to read it and at the end it says something. It says something really well. I Will could you actually, be my best man? Should I read the, should I read the poem? No, do it on another episode. You want me to do it on another episode? Quite nice to maybe do it on this episode. Maybe I will read them out. I'll read them Well, out. just tell me what you did. Okay, I will. I took Georgie's fiance oh. <laughs> and said, and read him the poem. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, do you think it's good? And he was like, this is quite weird that you're telling me now. And I was like, no, he, he got a real tearful eye about it. But I was reading it to him. No, <laughs> you didn't. I did. Bought him a margarita and read him because I was drunk and I thought it'd be interesting to there do There you go. We both made a rookie, rookie error. Can I read the poem that I... Oh, I, I won't well, read I all think all you're it. going to. I am. So I, I think this is a real great little tip for anyone is if you're going to ask someone to be your maid of honor or your your best man or whatever it is it's quite a nice thing to do something special for that occasion and yeah you could go out there and you could go and buy i don't know like if it was a best man like a hip flask or you can buy i don't know a tie or or whatever it is what i've done is i've written perms for my best man and i've got them illustrated up and framed in pictures and i'm going to give it to them are you yawning when sorry I was, yeah. you're yawning as no, i'm reading and um turns out i'm quite good at poems this is to Georgie, to one of my best men or best women, should I say. And this is how it goes. Dear Georgie, where do I even begin? Perhaps when we were 14, meeting at the Greyhound Pub Inn. All that time that you lived with Jub, she's my ex-girlfriend, and I saw Perfect. Chubba naked in the tub. That was her boyfriend. Or Crook and Road, where we lived in our flat, walking into Strutton Parker dressed as a cat. Me and you, Waz, have been through it all. Casinos and prison, or just thinking we're cool. Public and Bodo's is where you were queen, and Carcassonne, where we drank like machines. We've been to Rocker, where we ordered the boat. Some people would say you're even the goat. We've laughed, we have cried, we have skied and nearly died. We've been drunk and we've been hurt, but never had a flirt. Because we're best friends, which is rare to be. Especially because you're a she, not a he. I love you, my darling, you're so special to me, but I have a question which I hope you'll agree. To be my best man, or woman, should I say, to be next to me on my wedding day, it would mean the world, as I need you, to stand by my side and be my wazoo. Oh, that is so good. So I was drunk and reading it to her fiancé. Back to wedding dresses. Yeah. So... Why? So this is why it's so special. So you take your mum and your sister to go and look mm. at it. Why can't the guy see it? Why can't I see it? Well, obviously not. That's the whole point. It's just tradition. It's bad luck. 
And I have to wear like a garter. I have to wear something blue and something borrowed. I'm actually going to wear my grandma's ring, which is, my mum has, and it's a blue sapphire. So I'm going to wear that, which is or- borrowed, old and blue. Do you know why it's tradition for your spouse before the wedding to not to avoid seeing your partner? Go on then, bitch. Avoiding your partner before the ceremony starts. This dates back to when marriage was arranged and the bride and groom weren't allowed to meet each other until they were at the altar. Well, that would suck. Sorry. Why? You're saying if you suddenly met me at the altar, you'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying? No, because your personality is a real um, credit to yourself. So, hang on a second. So you're saying physically. Physically, you are stunning, but your personality is stunning. I would say what the hell? That was, that's your USP, so your you, unique selling point. So you think, I, I, you, you think I'm. Um, my personality is. My personality is like a like a ten, and what am I looks wise then? I like a five. You think joking. I'm not? You I'm think joking. I'm a five? Well, I think yeah. I reckon five's a solid number. What would Brad Pitt being ten? Joking, I would say you're a seven. You think I'm a seven? <laughs> yeah, you're. A you're seven. laughing. You don't think? No, I'm a seven. I do. I do think you're a seven. You think I'm a seven? Yes, I do. That's what I truly would rate you as. And Brad Pitt being a ten. What? I'm three blow him. Wait, am I meant to be saying you're a ten right now? Do you, you, do you, you think you're right? hotter than me? No, I don't. No, you go on. Do, do you think you are? <laughs> no. Do you think you're hotter than me? No. Do you think? Do you... I think that you've got an amazing personality, and actually, to so me, you think to you're, me, you think you're, you're a, a ten. You think you're, me, you're a seven? You think you're a seven? No. Uh, yeah. You would rate yourself a seven. We're both probably the same. Yeah, seven. I wouldn't rate myself. I'd rate myself a strong eight. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, there's going to be this incredible moment when we do get married. And I love the idea that we actually don't get to see, I don't get to see your wedding dress. Or the night before, you can't sleep with me. In the same bed, you mean? Well, yeah. Or both. Okay. But like that moment when you walk down the aisle and I see you in your wedding dress and I haven't seen it before. What if you hate it? Well, I'll tell you at the altar, as you come up, I'm like, this, this is terrible. I know you really are. You're, sometimes your taste and stuff No, is not I good. know what you'll do. You'll get a bit drunk and then like an hour into it, you'll be like... Oh, here she comes, the big meringue or something. Like, whatever it'll be. Or you'll be like, it's oh, not, she, here she comes, a, a mushroom. Dress. Like, it's you'll not... make a joke and, like, it'll be such a backhanded. Oh, yeah. oh, there is the slight dick that you really don't it's like. It's not a meringue dress, is it? What if it is? Oh, wh- why would you do that? You're going to look like a fairy godmother coming down. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> you mean Cinderella, a princess? Yeah, no, you're not going to look like... you can't dictate what my dress is going to be like. You have to think it's beautiful no matter what. It's, it's not, my you... day, and if I want to look like a princess, I can. Yes, but, but also it's my day as well. You can't have a big meringue. I'm not going to stop you. You can wear your weird, terrible suits and your shirt buttoned up to the top. I really hope that you wear a black tie. It's, it's but... is really important, because the other thing that you've got to think about then is what all of your guests are wearing. And we're doing it in summer. We're looking, hopefully doing it abroad. That's like, it's going to be summertime. It doesn't want to be too hot. So therefore, what do all of my, my groomsmen... I think black tie. I know it's You think everyone goes black tie? Yeah, I think black tie. I know. Because I was thinking, I was thinking linen suits. Yeah, but I don't think that you would suit a linen suit. So therefore, I don't (laughs) want anyone to be wearing one. And also, you can't predict how they're going to turn out. Some people might just go really rogue and wear like a very, like a t-shirt with a linen suit. And I don't want that. So it's the middle of summer. It's not. It's beginning of summer, and everyone in black tie outside. Jamie, it might not be then. We don't have a venue, and in case you haven't noticed, everywhere's pretty fully booked. Could be any time. Could be twenty twenty four at this point. It's not going to be. We're not going to get married twenty twenty four. I'm going to be thirty five. We're not going to have kids in time thirty seven. No, it could be. It could be next winter if we do it like in uh, Mexico. Because it might not be next April, Jamie. It's got to be. We've got to come to terms with it. We civil didn't work out, and now we're back on our. 
back. You, you've come well, to terms. I haven't come to terms with that. Well, okay. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you picked what your bridesmaids are going to wear? No, and I kind of, I've always got this idea that I kind of want them to be in multicolored dresses, not multicolored, but each in a different dress, but the same material. Like I've got this idea, like this silk material, but they each can have a bit of their own different style. Can I ask, how expensive are wedding dresses? Weirdly not as expensive as I thought. Do you get it made for you? I want to no, know. No, you things. can't. Well, no, mine's already a size, and then they make it too much. Too they fit it to me, and then you get alterations. So you come in like three months before that the big day. Once you've bought, paid the deposit, mm-hmm. and then you get because people, you know, sometimes put on weight or gain weight, or whatever. Yeah, got lose it. weight. Mm-hmm. You get it fitted again, um, so you get it in like a size six, eight, whatever. And then yeah. you get it fitted to you. But people do like Georgie's getting hers made. Um, but look, how expensive is it? You're getting a whole... I think getting your dress made is more expensive. But like, I mean, give me they... a ballpark figure, like a like hundred quid? No, I mean, they range from like a grand to 30 grand, I guess. 30 grand? Who the hell is paying 30 grand for a dress? Yeah. Is that actually... It's also, it comes out of our wedding budget, so it's quite annoying for the groom, I guess. Sorry, it comes out of our wedding budget? Yeah. How much is your wedding dress? It's not 30 grand by any means. Well, no, I'm, I, I'm th- glad it's not. That's a, 30 grand, I'll buy a Tesla. Why are you obsessed with referring to Teslas? Well, you don't I even don't... drive. No, but, but uh, how much is your wedding dress? I'm not going to say on here. That's so ungodly. It's actually really surprisingly not that expensive, but it is Vera Wang, which is quite cool. Okay, can I, can I go? Is it, is it below a grand? No. Is it above a grand? Well, yes. Is it below two grand? No. Is it below three grand? It's below three grand. Yeah, pretty much. It's lovely, right? That's not bad. I know. Oh my god! I thought you were going to go all the way up to, to how much do you think the most expensive wedding dress ever is? Um, like sixty. Sixty grand. I don't know. Are you looking it up? I think you can go really big, yeah. But then remember, I've got two dresses, so my other dresses also. And and wait, so my got... actual second dress is maybe more expensive. Sorry, hang on a second. So we haven't not even discussed this. So you have one dress, which is your wedding dress, which we paid for in the budget. Yeah. And then you have another dress that we paid for. In the... You're just getting a whole new wardrobe. Well, no, because I never wear them again. That is just... That's, that's the worst thing. And then you're never going to wear them but again. Maybe my daughter will wear it. You know, it could still be in fashion then. So, wait, so you're going to keep... Or she could like play dress off it. So you're going to keep it in some cupboard. Collecting dust. Collecting dust and then just wear it another time. No, I actually might put mine on an app called Buy Rotation because I think, you know, sustainability and all. Someone... And sell it. No, they can rent it. So wait, someone... You're going to put your wedding dress once you want it onto an the app. The second one, yeah. Not the first one. 
can't believe you have two wedding dresses. You can change into something too if you want. I don't. What, what am I going to change out you of like black a glitter, tie? like a glittery little suit. Very, very you. I'm going to change out of my black tie and then get into another black tie. <laughs> yeah. That's why on earth or, I do or that? Or you could put on like your big oversized like Justin Bieber hoodies because I know you like to feel really cool <sighs> in there. The most expensive celebrity wedding dresses. Yeah, go on. Serena Williams. How much? 3.5 million. Up. No, no. I would not put her as doing that. I feel like she's quite modest and tennis player. I just wouldn't have thought she was all about the glitz and the glam. It was uh, an Alexandra McQueen wedding dress. We have Victoria Swarovski. But they must be like made just for them. Uh, Victoria Swarovski was 1 million. She had 500,000 crystals on it. Kim Kardashian, half a million. Oh, that's quite cheap for Kimmy. Kate Middleton, 434,000. And I think Kate Middleton, I got my dress from the same place she got her dress from. Yours I, is a complete I'm going to have four outfit changes just to accumulate no. that sort of money. No, you're not. Big question is, when we get to the altar, right, and you walk yeah. down, you're wearing your wedding dress. Yeah. You're looking like a meringue. Am I allowed to wear heels? Though? That's the question, because yeah. I would be way taller than you. You won't be way taller than me. You might have to get a little box to stand on, or we're going to have to get you some <laughs> size-up shoes and put a little lift and a half in them. Oh, and a Cuban heel. <laughs> because we can't have photos. That, that, those photos will stay with us for the rest of our lives. Well, and I cannot be towering you. over I you. think it's cool. Look at Eccleston. No, no. But no. is great. And he's so rich, Jamie. There's a reason. I tell you the big thing is it seems like the wedding dress scenario is the is actually the most organised and sort of and that's the one that's been organised the most. You kind of set there, aren't you? Well no, I'm not because we might not get married in Seville, which is just completely again throw me completely. But why would that Because throw- if I got married in Mexico I need like a bohemian type dress. I could be anywhere. Okay. I honestly thought I I thought about Istanbul or Israel the other day. Could be quite cool. So you could honestly th- when you get a dartboard when you get a dartboard put a I world think we on. actually might have to go back to Cape Town I'm convinced I keep seeing I keep getting signs well listen we got to that moment in the podcast which uh, we do like which is reverse Mr and Mrs it's reverse Mr and Mrs yeah I'm going to ask a question you're going to ask a question the one question is what is the scariest moment of my life oh I know um, yeah. when you nearly drowned when was that? Oh, that was your brother, wasn't it? What? Oh, fuck. What um, the hell? The scariest moment. When, when your nanny, Judy, big Judy, the northern lady, Julie? left you. Left me where? When she left your home and you felt abandoned. And that's where all your anxiety and problems come from. That was the scariest moment of your life. Sorry. No, it's not. That's completely different. You're just talking about my anxiety now. That has nothing to do <laughs> oh, with it. Oh, the first time you had a panic attack, for sure. That was scary. There you go. That wasn't the there scariest moment of my life. I know you No, well. scariest moment of my life, should I tell you? Go on. I was at Leeds University. My housemate had left the door unlocked open in the middle of Leeds. And so I came back and the door was open and he forgot to shut it. And I was like, oh my God. So one of my other friends was walking past, I called Dacre, and I said, Dacre, can you come into the house with me and we can check the whole house? So we went into the whole house and checked the whole house to find, see if it, no one was there. We're like, fine, great, all okay. I go to bed that night and I'm on the first floor and I leave the light on to shine into the bedroom. So when the light's on, um, I just like, how I'm, you know, I don't yeah, like Yeah, afraid dark. of the dark. Yeah, not afraid of the dark, just don't like the dark. Afraid of the dark. Not afraid of the dark, just don't like Still the dark. Still looks under the bed before no. he goes to bed. I do look under the bed. Yeah. yeah. I do look under the bed. Every single night goes on f- f- all uh, <laughs> naked and he just salmons himself on the floor and has a little peek under the bed and then hops back in. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. All, all right. right, okay, what happened? Do you notice me doing that? 
Yes, I just pretend I don't because it's slightly bizarre. Okay, yeah, I do have a quick look under the bed just to make sure nothing is there. Yeah. It's been driven Sometimes, into me from a young age. Sometimes you look in the cupboards too, but we, yeah. Oh, I don't look in the cupboards. Yeah. yeah. What do I look in the cupboards for? I don't know. Those little ginger boys, that scared you that one time. God. They were terrifying. These two little kids were so weird. They were like following me wherever I was going. They were terrifying. <laughs> two little ginger boys. They were quite scary. They were really like scared. menacing, menacing children. Menacing, menacing. And they honestly were out to get me. And now every time before we go to bed, I'm like, the ginger boys. (laughs) Ginger (laughs) boys are here. No, it's not that. Nothing against ginger people, by the way. No, it's just, that is just what they look like. Anyway, I was in my room. I heard a noise downstairs. I was like, what's that noise? And then it stopped. Oh, for God's sake, this story's so slow. And then, okay, then I heard another noise. I was like, oh, there's someone in the house. Yeah. So I got out of bed and I crept towards the door. And a shadow started going across the door as I got nearer and nearer and nearer and nearer and nearer. Yeah, near and near and the shadow was going. I was like, oh my God, there's someone there. And I was like, and it was me. It was my own shadow. And there was no one in the house. That's the scariest moment of my life. Oh God, that's such a letdown. What, okay, fine. Well, what do you think my scariest moment is? Your scariest, I know exactly what yours is. Wait, let me think about it. Yeah, God, no. I know exactly okay, what yours is. tell me. I know exactly what yours is. Tell me. Yours is when you got run over by the car. No, yes, I love that. You did. Why did you love getting run I, over by the car? Because everyone at school saw it and it was like quite a hoo-ha. Nope, guess okay, again. D- oh, when the when your mum crashed and the car flipped up. Don't remember that. I was about one and a half. Okay, your scariest moment of your entire life was when you thought you were going to die climbing up the mountain and you were that cold. No. Oh my God. Okay, what is it then? When I snapped my knee in half on black ice. In, in Switzerland and everyone had skied out before me and I was literally off piece at the top of this mountain with my and I was like this I honestly was like I wait, will wait, die what happened what happened so we went to the folly deuce and I put on the wrong skis and I knew they were like the wrong skis but you know yourself whatever you took someone else's skis well yeah I didn't know where mine were well someone obviously taken mine they were literally the only pair left and I was like fuck it okay. so, sorry you took someone else's so they, skis someone else had taken mine Jamie Probably... Do I didn't have a way of getting home. I had to. Ski. Sorry, you were the. So you're saying you were the last person to leave the folly do, yep. and there was only one set of skis there. Yep. Th- that's so much bollocks. No, there were so exactly. many pairs. There of skis. wasn't. I, I, there wasn't. You just. What happened was you took the wrong pair of skis, and knowing you, you went. Oh, I can't be bothered to change these now, and then you just skied off. No, you no. took someone else's. Well, look, skis. if karma's a thing. This is probably it. Yeah, so can you admit now that you took someone else's No, I didn't. I just knew they were mine. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I can't be bothered to go. (laughs) It's exactly what I just said. Anyway. So you took someone else's keys and you couldn't be bothered to take them off. You're interrupting my story. So you're a thief? No, I'm not a thief. I was literally 17 for starters. My driving test was the day I got back from skiing, which was the worst part about it all. Why is there any relevance there? Because I broke my leg and I couldn't drive. So you take the skis. I did, skis. Are you drunk? uh not really i was like didn't really drink back then and anyway we're going down and like the ski instructor was really young i honestly think he was flirting with me he was like oh race you to the bottom so all of us girls like raced him down and he took us down this like rogue off piece place and i like went around a corner and i just completely skidded and my ski because they weren't my skis wouldn't flick off so it went straight into this like mountain of snow and my knee just went and I literally was like, fuck, that is not good. This is this is not good. And if you know me, I'm the world's coldest person at the best of times. It was getting dark. It was like sick, like, you know, really getting dark. And I was like, God, no one's coming past. All my friends had skied down to the bottom. Were you shouting out to the folly douche? Help me! I just lay there and I was, and in my mind, I thought, 
well, this must be it then. Sorry, Sophie Habu, you're, yeah. not, in, you're not in Alaska. I did, I did. You're, I you're, was so cold. I was you're like, in Val d'Azer, just falling off the edge of a like, piece. And the folly dude is only 200 metres up the so just lay there. And then luckily, out of nowhere, this woman drove past. Not luckily. Not luckily. It would have happened like another two minutes no, later. No, no, because it was like past. the ski lifts have closed. It was actually really, really intense. She came past and she called up somebody. And then they came on the buggy thing, you know, and put me, wrapped me up in foil, put me on the stretcher. And then, boom, boom, boom. By the way, everyone on the stretcher, they, no, are, no. they are not scared as how fast they're going. Like, bearing in mind, my leg is broken in there. And they're, like, whacking me side to side, going through all the trees. And then I got in the back of this ambulance and they injected me in my stomach to stop me from getting hypothermia. So thank you very much. But by the way, if you ever get flown through the airport at Geneva and you're going through the like the special bit for the injured people, obviously Geneva, loads of people go there skiing. The the traumas I saw. Who was who, who, who was the worst person you saw? Oh, this guy had like half his head hanging off. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? So, because you, your description of things is just not right. Half his head. I know he'd you? obviously not like. I literally he'd come straight off the mountain onto the plane. Like, I don't even think he'd gone to the hospital there. He just wrapped it up and. It, like half blood. his head yeah pretty much <laughs> not pretty much half his head was not yes up. it was it was slit slit open i could see through to his brain yeah pretty much no you could stop. oh god thank you so much for writing in to our instagram at nearly weds podcast with so many messages jamie only recently gave me the login so if you know there's been a lack of response that's because he is rude like that but you, you I, don't even go on to it yes i do i only got it a day ago i will be replying to each and every one of you and i am reading them and laughing to myself the whole time they are too good okay we have uh one from ken who says hello i love your podcast guys this is more of a dilemma and what would you do in this case so my mother-in-law refuses to be in the same room as my father-in-law they broke up 10 years ago she refused to go to her own daughter's wedding if she invited her own dad we have a little girl that turned one this year, and again, she refused to come if he was coming. We know she will do this at our wedding. What should we do? So if you're good at this. Um, that is really shit, because that's just so bad form from the mom. Like, grow up. <laughs> like, sort yourself out. And I would just have a word with the mom, a bit like pretty somewhat, and just be like, look, this only happens once it's your daughter. Yeah, you say it, girl. And you're going to not watch your daughter get married or walk down the aisle because you're worried about the dad. Well, then everyone will just have memories of the father. So actually, you're if you hate him so much, you're actually just giving him a bigger step up in life. Because now, now, he's the favourite grandparent. And now, he's the favourite parent. <laughs> that advice. Go on, girl. Yeah, I'm upset for her. Because if my mum did that, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing, mum? Okay, we have a... Uh... And I actually think better to come from you. So I'm just picturing if that happened to my mum, dad. Better to come to you to have a star mud. All right, you had it here first. Um, We have a message from Vic who says, Oh my God, I have had both a boob hanging out and a butt hanging out <laughs> on separate occasions. By far the worst, most embarrassing was my butt. By the way, if you haven't listened to the last episode... As a little side note, Sophie walked down the street in Mexico and her boob was hanging out the entire of the way down. Anyway, we continue. I was walking down a really, really busy street in South London on my way to meet my boyfriend's family for the first time. And some woman gets her boyfriend to pull over. She was the passenger. Leaned across him and yelled at him over the window. You're exposing yourself. My skirt 
was tucked into the backpack I was wearing. So full butt and thong exposed. Absolutely mortified. That woman was clearly like some strict geography teacher. Like who says you're exposing yourself? I'd literally be tempted to put my finger up to her, wouldn't you? You're exposing I'm like, oh, I did it on purpose. I once walked to school and everyone was looking at me. And you know, school's quite scary. And my school skirt was tucked into my school tights. So my just whole bum was out. And no one told me to like go to the classroom. It was so embarrassing. Um, that's really funny. Um, also, that lady, like, come on. She got a bit of a thrill out of that. That would have really offended her because you probably got a really nice bum and she doesn't. Uh, guys, please keep writing in. We honestly love to hear from you. We have so many messages. We are going through them. We read every single one of them. Sorry if we haven't responded. Um, but we want to hear more dilemmas, more stories, more funny things, anything to do with any sort of wedding relationship. We would love to hear from you. All you got to do is click onto Instagram, go to at Podcast, and send us a little message and we'll be responding to you as soon as we get through to it. Isn't that right? Yeah, you have such an advert voice. All you got to do is click onto Nearly Words Podcast. What do you want me to say? That is uh, the end of our lovely episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in once again Thanks, to guys. Nearly Words. Uh, what did we learn from today's episode, so? Um, To not steal skis, and that wedding dresses are expensive yeah wedding dresses are extremely expensive and also you need six months minimum to start yeah. looking everyone because otherwise they won't they won't do them if what? your wedding's within six months they go mm, can't, can't i be can done find yet. your wedding dress right now what from like house or cb you no one in asos you can get one in asos perfect 275 pounds yeah perfect. there you go you've got five it's got four star reviews okay well you and moss bros down there are I, I will do I would. I can. I look. Here we go. I can read you the reviews of it if you want. No, there's twenty reviews. I'm not getting an ASOS well, wedding dress. Why wouldn't you get an ASOS wedding dress? I just don't fancy it. Do you know what the most expensive wedding dress ever was? What? Eight million pounds. That's ridiculous. I'm going to read the reviews for this. Eight have five stars. First one says, "Ordered for my daughter. She already had it in another size. This one didn't fit, but return service was amazing." What the eight million pound one? No, this is the ASOS one. Why? Fifty quid. Oh god. Uh, similar to the other reviews, I said this dress has lovely material. And Top part is gorgeous, but the skirt is made of so much thick material, like an old curtain. <laughs> okay, everybody, please go and check out our Instagram page. Nearly Words Podcast. We want to hear from you any comments. Um, please write in some things. We've got another episode coming up next week. Uh, uh, we want to hear all of your stories about wedding dress failures, uh, wedding dress successes. I wonder if my mum still has her wedding dress. Maybe you can wear that. No. Okay. That is a meringue. Well, go and check it out. Nearly Words podcast on instagram we would love to hear from you go and join the community all right everybody have a great day bye guys have a great day imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.